0: It's Monday night. It's January 22nd, 2024. Episode 375 of the Tannen J Man Show is live on the IC Sports Network and the IC Sports Network YouTube channel, X channel, Tannen J Man Show Facebook page, and Tannen J Man Show X channel. Is it a channel or a page? What would you call X slash Twitter? What? Um, platform, maybe? X platform? I don't know.
1: Ah, man. It still ticks me off. You're calling it X. Um, I know. I'm just getting used to it now. Uh, I I have not gotten used to it. It's <laughs> going to be Twitter. It, it, it was always Twitter page. Yeah. Um, X page, page doesn't sound as good. It Doesn't
0: X- roll off the tongue quite as yeah. well.
1: X platform sounds okay. a little better. I'll give you that one.
0: Yeah. May- maybe the day they eventually get rid of the Twitter.com domain, maybe then you could call it X. But I right never if, call- if you type in Twitter.com it still goes. So. Yeah. It works. So, nonetheless, how you doing tonight, J-Man? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Doing good. Can't complain. Yeah, Can't yeah. Can't complain. Uh, I'm sure your sports week slash weekend went better than when we previously talked to you.
1: Yeah, last Monday was pretty rough. Um, but you know what? Happens.
0: Happens, right? It's part Bounce of, part back. Of being a, part of being a sports fan. That's right. Time to time. Uh, Pat Mooney on Facebook. Don't try and church it up. We know it's Twitter, Elon. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: If only we had say, half this money.
0: I didn't say I like the brand change. I didn't like the name change. I'm just, I I've come to grips with it's probably not changing back. So,
1: yeah, e, Elon is obsessed with the uh, letter X. If you do a little bit of research on his history, he's tried to name about every company he's ever been CEO of or founded X something.
0: Yep. Yep. Kind of strange, but hey, each of their own.
1: Yeah.
0: Each their own.
1: You got some birdie or bogey for I me this do. week. I, I do. I do. You're gonna get this one, Tan. Oh, man. yeah. to feel good kiss about it. Give me a bogey you. right now. Feel good about this one. There are five quarterbacks in NFL history to take two different franchises to championship games, Ooh. either AFC or NFC championship games this century. Um, can you name those five quarterbacks? You gotta name all five for birdie. Uh, no chance at a par. Uh, you know what? I'll throw a bone. Four, four for a par, five for a uh, birdie. Okay.
0: Now, I got three right away off the top of my head. The other two, I'm going to have to think about a yeah,
1: little bit. Yeah, are, some are pretty easy, um, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I, I would say one, one to two might give you a little more difficult. Mm-hmm. A little more difficult. But um,
0: Oh, I got four of them now in my head. I got
1: full confidence in you there, Tandem, man.
0: Yeah, I got four well, in my head now, so.
1: Confidence. Okay. So, birdie bogey is brought to you by Arlington Public House. Arlington Public House is upscale cuisine and cocktails with a casual atmosphere, located seven hundred three Main Street in Rochester, Indiana, United States of America. Uh, due to weather, they are closed tonight, uh, but they will resume normal business hours tomorrow. They are very sorry that you cannot get your two dollar whole smoked wings and one dollar off domestic briskies every Monday night. Um, they're at Arlington Public House, so uh, yeah, but- darn,
0: uh, ice and freezing rain, man.
1: Yeah, um, luckily here, I didn't feel like the roads were too bad. I don't know about where you're at, um, uh, but uh, for the most part, we've gotten freezing rain all day today, but it hasn't really stuck to the roads. Parking lots were a little slick, but uh, yeah, roads were- gotta get that salt out, Jay. Man, oh man, our homeowners association they came and cleared out our driveway sidewalks, that's what they do, all of that. And they dumped about, I would say, two tons of salt on the driveway and on the sidewalks to the point where pretty much our entire living room floor is covered in salt. I it's hate it.
0: Heaven. Yeah. Uh,
1: so The uh, Lockport, Illinois Homeowners Association of where we live. I don't know what their official title is. Less salt next time.
0: Well, at least they did that for you. Uh, I don't know what we pay ours for because they're supposed to plow out at least. Not the, you
1: know,
0: yeah. we, uh, no, there's no say by our house, but plow out the neighborhood. It's awful. It's been awful yeah. all week. It was snow, then ice, then ice under the snow, and yeah. couldn't go more than 10 miles per hour again on the neighborhood this past week.
1: The the worst thing about ours, not to go on an HOA rant or anything, but uh, it's. What a it's, rabbit hole where we're, we're stuck yeah. off with tonight. We, we got about five or six inches of snow last weekend. They didn't come and plow. We got maybe two inches of snow here this past weekend, and they did come and plow. Um, so that kind of ticked me off. But yeah. uh, it's it's clear now, and hopefully we yeah. got the forecast. We won't have too much snow to worry about here the next couple of weeks. So. Yeah,
0: it looks like some rain coming in, and everything's going to get slushy and muddy and messy. But yep. it is what it is. It's part of the cycle.
1: Midwestern winter uh, as a
0: Cycle part of the cycle, so but well, we have a lot to cover tonight. We have NFL, of course, divisional playoffs are set, uh, not set, I should say, uh, have come and gone, and the conference championships are set now. So we're down to four teams left. Um, four of the teams I would say are have been for the best pretty much all year long, yeah, maybe not the four best, but four of the best. Uh, so no, no real flukiness. Um, some interesting matchups, interesting storylines. But first, I thought we would introduce a new segment to the show, taking an old segment, revamping it a little bit. We are turning the word association segment into the pick six segment. So, it's going to be pretty similar to the word association segment, except, hence the title, we take six athletes, sports figure figures, could even be topics, I guess, arenas, stadiums, whatever in the sports news around the sports world that previous week or the Monday of in fireway at the other guy. So I picked six people. Yeah. First off the guy who's going to be on our cover art for tonight's podcast. That's Jason Kelsey.
1: <laughs> Man. Um, Jason, and I got a lot of similarities. We're both fat and you have uh, hairy chest. Uh <laughs> Other than that, uh, he's he's a pretty good athlete, man. I I, I saw him. I I saw an up-close and personal video of him. He jumped down. It was about a good six to eight-foot little ledge there. Jumped down, landed it perfectly, and then just did this hop up to get With the Timberlands on. Yeah, in ice, snow, um, ridiculous athlete, for one. But um, yeah, I was very happy uh, to see him in there because he's he's, he's he's the most likable Kelsey, in my opinion. Yes. Uh, but, uh, it, it sounded like his wife was not very happy at him for that, uh, <laughs> for that stunt.
0: Uh, he was, he was having fun with the bills fans before the game, yeah, during tailgate,
1: the game. Shots, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Enjoying uh retirement. If he is to retire, yeah. he hasn't officially said, but everything, it sounds like he's going that direction. Yeah. So
1: there was also a report that Travis could be, uh, could be retiring as well. And maybe they'd uh, join up and do like a, on a podcast TV show on like Peacock or something It's kind of been the uh r- not rumor but uh potential for them.
0: That's interesting. That's interesting.
1: Debo Samuel. Debo, he got hurt. Um I don't know. I didn't hear what Kyle Shanahan said today if he's going to play this. 50-50. 50-50. That's coin flip right there. Um
0: I think we'll give to go.
1: Yeah, usually conference championship games, if you're 50-50, even if you're 40-60, you're probably going to try to give it a go. They're going to need them. They definitely need them. Brandon Ayuk's good. George Kittle's good. Obviously, McCaffrey's good. Um, But, um, well, Brock pretty could use another weapon because they were awfully fortunate the other night, um, thanks to Anders Carlson uh, missing that uh, field goal that would have put Green Bay up seven.
0: And Green Um, Bay also dropped the pick six.
1: They did early, like first play, first series of the game, maybe. Right. I mean, looking back yeah. on it, you just Look, think, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, de- definitely should have absolutely been picked off. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, Debo, he's he's one of the more interesting um, skill sets in the NFL, mm-hmm. uh, where he's a wide receiver first, but can also be running back. Yep. Guy who's was on the opposite end
0: of that game on the losing side, Jordan Love.
1: Yeah, he, uh, man, he played well down the stretch. You know, the first, the first week of the year, he throws three touchdowns against the bears. Like, man, he's going to be good. And then he about six to eight week stretch We're like, I don't know. But then he absolutely turned it on. It was dynamite against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, through a bad pick, a rookie mistake. Even though he's technically, just throw the ball away, just yeah, throw it away. Technically not a rookie. I understand trying to make a play there. How many times have we seen guys try to force stuff across the middle, especially across the body, and to get picked off like that? Um, So it uh, was an unfortunate end for him because I I wanted to see if he had it in to go down there at least get three to tie. I think it was yeah. three to tie. Yep, the they were down three. Yep. Um and, uh, unfortunately, it didn't happen. But uh, pretty bright future there, I think, in Green Bay with him. Again, with another yeah. young quarterback. And they got a pretty young roster. Mm-hmm. Coach yeah. Young,
0: yeah, they're going to be good
1: for years. I think, well. are they the youngest roster ever to win a postseason game? I
0: believe I so. So, I think them and then another team we'll talk about a little bit, Houston Texans, mm-hmm. I think they both have bright futures.
1: Yeah, I agree. Jim Harbaugh. I think he's gone. Uh, don't know where. Um, it seems like. The Chargers should hire a uh, GM first before they saddle that GM with a head coach so the GM can kind of have some input. And they've been interviewing some bunch of guys. But uh, if he's going to go anywhere, I think it it, it will be Los Angeles because they haven't heard him mentioned as a candidate really anywhere else, have we?
0: He has a second interview with the Falcons this oh, week did. and yeah. second with the Chargers this week. Okay. But the Falcons also have their second with Belichick this week, so the Falcons are Falcons are swinging for the fences.
1: Let's let's be honest. Belichick is interviewing the Falcons. Falcons aren't interviewing him. <laughs>
0: That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Because if Belichick doesn't go there, he might not be coaching
1: yeah. next year. I mean, haven't uh, haven't heard him mentioned with Washington at all. And I think that felt like a perfect match.
0: I know they interviewed Eric Bana of course, from inter- internally mm-hmm. and had a good discussion with him. Haven't heard anything about the Titan search.
1: No, um, Carolina today hired a general manager. They just promoted their assistant GM, uh, which uh, had a role in building that terrible roster there. So uh, it's just something, uh David Tepper can push around.
0: Yeah, I got to think Ben Johnson, Aaron Glenn of Detroit, the offensive yeah. and defensive coordinators, probably likely to land somewhere if they want
1: to. Yeah, Ben Johnson could have got a job last year and he just. Said no, I want to stay. Might win a Super Bowl. Might work out for him. Yep. Caitlin Clark. Oh, um, man, is she the best um, women's college basketball player ever? That I've seen. Yes. In college, yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I mean, there have been huge names like um, Candace Parker, Maya Moore, Diana Taurasi. Right. Um. Hey, Sue Bird. Sue Bird. Yeah. Um. Any UConn and Tennessee player from the early that's, 2000s. <laughs>
0: that's, that's
1: true. Um, she Brittany, is pretty
0: griner, even. She was a
1: pretty for picker. sure. She was. She is, uh, there's they're they are selling out Iowa yes. women's games and they are not doing it for the men's, and that does not happen very often on NBC yesterday. Um, yeah, yeah, and they uh, obviously they lost in court storm and Caitlin Clark kind of in kind of flopped. She flopped, let's be honest. She, uh, I ran into a fan. Um, But it's time they change
0: the court storming. I have no problem with court storming. Let kids have fun. Get the players, the opposing players off the floor first. Yeah. Because it is really a matter of time before somebody gets hurt, whether it's a student or a player or a fight breaks out Mm -hmm. or something. It's just a matter of
1: time. I saw uh I watched a little bit of Matt Painter's thing uh which kind of made made the rounds yesterday uh wow. after they lost in Nebraska. I I for one can't believe that not a single freshman, sophomore, junior has lost a road game where it hasn't been a court storm. Yeah,
0: before, it's getting
1: uh, annoying. Two. Um <laughs> that's that's one thing, but he he's pretty smart guy and he, he makes yeah. some uh great points that uh yeah, court court storming absolutely. You can do it, but uh there's there's gotta be some sort of protocol into place where guys aren't getting hurt. Yep. Because again, fights could break out, guys can get hurt, yep. women can get hurt. Because so.
0: 'cause we've seen videos surface on on the internet and social media of uh football field rushings where somebody gets close to a player and they get smoked or you know, pushed over and stuff, and it's just it's bound to happen. Yeah, it's bound to happen. Last on this list, not sure if you heard about this guy or not, so no problem if not, Nick Dunlap.
1: Never heard of him. No.
0: He was the amateur who won the PGA Tour Tournament over the weekend. First amateur since Phil Mickelson in 1991.
1: Oh man. That's cool. So, of course, of?
0: He's, he plays at Alabama. Okay. College golf. So, of course, being an amateur, he could not accept the prize money.
1: Could, could he have accepted just he would lose his eligibility? Or nope. do you have to say that you beforehand? Have to, that you means. have
0: to say it beforehand. But – Assuming he does, he was supposed to play in this upcoming week's tournament, and he actually backed out of it. Get back to Alabama, and you know, he's just got to do some student athlete things. That's cool. um, assuming he does turn pro in the near future, he's set for the next year. He, he'll be in the majors. It's awesome. He'll be in the tournament of champions next year. Uh, he's twenty years old, man. And what what even put him in contention, Josh? He shot around a sixty on Saturday.
1: Man, that's pretty around, good. Twenty years yeah. old. Um what was it a bigger tournament for this time of year or no?
0: It was it was one that's normally played. It's the Apex tournament um out in California. It's one of the early ones just on the early season swing, but there's big players in it. I mean, third round he was paired with Justin Thomas. I mean it wasn't like you know, Ricky Fowler was in it, but Rick played bad and missed the cut. I feel like I say that too often. (laughs) Um, But it wasn't like just a bunch of no name, you know, to the to the the modern golfers.
1: I, I did see they had Nick Saban on and he was talking about Justin Thomas and goes, he is going to have a great year right before he, he shanked a shot right into the water. <laughs> I think he was.
0: I, I saw oh, Saban said funny. he's got to start working on his golf game because he said he's not patient enough. To take tips. And somebody was trying to help him with his putty and kind of blew it off. He went out and uh, three put nine times.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. I, yeah. Saban's going to get bored if he's yeah. not doing something.
0: Yes, he is. Yes, he is. But I thought that was pretty crazy. And he's the youngest person to win a professional golf tournament since 1910. Dang. At the age of 20. Man. So, that's yeah, because Mickelson won it in 91. Uh, he was at Arizona State at the time shortly after he turned pro. And then rest is history for him. So, yeah. kid looks like he's going to have a bright future for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> for sure. So, and that's going to do for the inaugural uh, pick six segment. But it's brought to you by, like it always has been, even when it was the word association segment, Performa Print 2 Promo Group. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Performa Print 2 Promo Group has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for a fast and efficient response to all your print needs, so you need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company today by giving Barbara Van Weinsberger a call at 574 210 one five. Do you want to
1: get educated real quick?
0: I always need it. You know.
1: Speaking of uh well, just that, that got me thinking. Uh, you know, Nick Dunlap, I feel like this is gonna be on and on this day here soon, probably even next year. Um, him winning. So
0: yeah,
1: sure. um on this day in eighteen fifty seven, the National Association of Baseball Players was founded in New York. That was a long time ago. A long time ago. Can you name the number one overall NFL draft pick on this day in 1953? 1953. I'll even give you the team, the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, uh, 53. I don't even know. Out of the University of Georgia. I got nothing. <laughs> Harry Babcock. Uh, was number. Never one. heard of Harry Babcock. Yeah, it doesn't even say what position he played. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> on this day in 1960, who was the NBA all-star game MVP? 60 Elgin Baylor. Will Chamberlain is on here a lot. Yeah. Uh, pretty Wilt good. Is still. What about on this day in 1967, the 17th pro bowl MVP pro There's bowl. 67. Yeah.
0: Pro bowl. In 67. Uh, Bart Starr.
1: Gale Sayers. A good guess. Uh, On this day in 1968, the NBA announces expansion franchise licenses awarded to Milwaukee and Phoenix turned into the Bucks and the Suns.
0: And they played each other in the finals a couple years ago. Yes, they they did.
1: On this day in 1981, Bob Phillips becomes head coach of the New Orleans Saints. His son,
0: Wade Phillips, son of Bum, uh, both guys legendary figures around NFL.
1: Yeah. I miss Wade. Me too. The NFL needs Wade back. Me too. On this day in 1984, who won Super Bowl? That looks like 18. Super
0: Bowl 18, 84. 84. Was Was that the Redskins? They uh, lost mm. to mm.
1: the LA Raiders. Raiders. Yep. Yep. Who was MVP for the LA Raiders?
0: Uh, 84.
1: Um, was it Plunkett? Marcus Allen. That was my next guess. Dang it. On this day in 1987, there was a terrible blizzard in New Jersey as just 334 people attended the New Jersey Devils versus the is it Calgary Flame? Calgary uh, it Flames. Played. Yep. Wow. Um, on this day in 1989, Bill Walsh retired. West game. Coast offense. Yep. Who won the Super Bowl on this day in 1989? That would have been Super Bowl 23 at Joe Robbie Stadium in Miami. 89. Well,
0: did the Broncos make it 89? They made it 87. And eighty eight. I don't think they made eighty nine. They didn't make it three years in a row. Uh, who won it? Eighty nine. Um. Oh, was it the Niners
1: over the Bengals? It was. Who was the MVP?
0: Montana or Rice?
1: Jerry Rice. Fifty percent <laughs> chance on that one. Um. Let's see. On this day in two thousand six, who won the AFC Championship? Two thousand and six. So, okay.
0: I gotta think here. The Colts made it in 2007. Or was that 2006? Colts was 06, 07. Okay. So it was the uh, 06, would have been the Steelers.
1: Yes. Over the Patriots. Denver Broncos, 34 17. Oh, yeah. Jake Plummer. Yeah. Wow. On this day in 2006, Kobe Bryant. Scored eighty-one points in the Lakers' victory over the Tyrone Raptors. Yep.
0: He shot a lot that game. I mean, you have to score eighty-one points, but
1: jeez, yeah. does not say how many uh, shots he took.
0: I am going to look it up because I am um, curious how many it is.
1: Let's see here. Any good A lot of AFC NFC championship games. Who won the AFC and NFC championship game on this day in two thousand twelve? 2012, so seen,
0: Um, that was the year the Giants beat the Patriots in the Super right. Bowl. So right. God, I don't know. I don't know who the Patriots beat to get there. I'm gonna guess the Patriots beat the Ravens.
1: <laughs> they did. They and
0: did. the Giants beat the. Was it the Falcons?
1: Oh, almost Seahawks. Forty nine. Oh. Yeah.
0: Uh Kobe shot 46 shots. Yeah, that's pretty efficient. Got their line a lot too, though. Yeah.
1: 46 shots, 81 points. That's pretty dang good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is gonna do it on this day.
0: That's good on this day. I like getting my uh Super Bowl and I guess conference championship, both of them knowledge tested. That's a good one. That's good. One. That was good one. Mm-hmm. And the out in this day segment is brought to you by Like It Is Every Week. Mooney Woodcrafts. Mooney Woodcrafts is a veteran-owned and operated Woodcraft shop based out of Texas. With Indiana Grassroots, they provide 100% hand-cut custom designs to fit your needs. And their pieces are a great addition to any home, office, or a man cave. You can see some of their recently completed projects by visiting them at Mooney Woodcrafts on Instagram and on Facebook. And if you let them know the Tan and J-Man show sent you, you get 15% off your first signed order. So, Thad's been getting his latest designs up there on Instagram and Facebook. So, make sure to go give their Facebook page a like. Slash follow, because that's a big thing on Facebook now. Also, it's not just liking the page, it's following the page. And give his an Instagram page a follow as well, at Mooney Woodcrafts. And tell them the Tan and Show sent you. Yes, sir. NFL playoffs. Like I said, we are down to four teams now, as we saw the Ravens beat the Texans. A game that was close for a half. Mm-hmm. And then the Ravens really flexed their muscles in the second half and put out a dominating defensive performance. And then they will be – uh Facing the, the winner from last night's game, the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes' first playoff road game. They go into Buffalo, pull out a victory. The Bills just can't get it done against the Chiefs in the playoffs. The can regular season yeah. just can't do it in the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Um, as Jim Nance said um, on the broadcast, wide right. Means, again. Uh, uh, yeah, again. Uh, it's pre- some pretty bad uh, juju there in Buffalo. Um, I feel bad for Tyler Bass. I do. Too.
0: last name. There's gonna be a lot of wordplay on his last name. <laughs>
1: yeah. Bill's fans um, for years to
0: come. Probably.
1: I mean, they had to like cut the guy cause he was just, just to protect him uh, who, who missed the field goal back uh, when they lost the giants. Yeah. gosh, um, what is that guy's But uh, yeah, there was uh it was a, uh, some pretty bad weather, not bad weather. I guess they had to shuffle out the stadium. Um, beforehand but it, it, it was cold and windy which you expect in january in buffalo new york uh but honestly it probably felt pretty balmy for kansas city after what they played in last, true. Week, last true weekend uh but yeah josh allen can't beat pat mahomes in the playoffs so uh, that's now uh is that three times they've lost um to yes kansas city or just two yes times? three three it's beating in regular season but yes yeah, they can do that um there were some missed opportunities for the Bills, for sure. sure. I mean, Stephon Diggs dropped a touchdown perfectly. thrown ball. From Josh
0: is he starting to go on the he's other gone. side
1: of his career? Yeah, yeah, I mean, he it seems like he's causing issues, too. Uh, it looked like it last year, anyway. And it seemed like pretty good this year. But then who knows what's going to happen now uh, with yeah. him. Uh, they honestly need to get Alan Price some weapons. Uh, yes. I, I know James Cook's a really good running back. And I think Dalton Kincaid's going to be a really good tight end. Uh, but you look outside of Diggs, who, who's he got to throw the ball? Gabe Davis has been hurt, um, and he's been okay. But, uh, yeah, Diggs on kind of the downside of his career, a little bit, he's 30 years old. Uh, but, um, the, I mean, the Chiefs kind of kept him in the game with McCole Hardman fumbling through the end zone, which I, I know that's your least favorite rule in sports. I hate that rule. And I think it's going to go away, it sounds like.
0: Well, it better go away at all of yeah. football, not just NFL. I mean, it better be Correct. across the board.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you should get punished though, and instead of just having the ball go back to where you fumble, I, I think it needs to be like, maybe it is a touchback, but you keep the ball, you just go back to like twenty, the twenty, yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, fine with that. The opposing, uh, yeah. like, I mean, you could you could, you could have third and, go, and 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 you lose a down. How about that? Okay. I mean, play could happen on second and goal at the one, and you end up having third and goal at the twenty or something like that.
0: There's just like a um, uh, big holding penalty. Holding yeah. penalties kill you. Exactly. Penalties.
1: Exactly. Hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, for whatever reason, Josh Allen can't do it. And you look at the team or at the quarterbacks he's beaten in the playoffs, um, 2020 farewell tour, Phillip rivers, uh, Lamar Jackson concussion in the third quarter, that game, Mac Jones, Skylar Thompson, Mason Rudolph. That's who he's beaten in the playoffs. Hadn't beaten Joe Burrow. Couldn't beat Pat Mahomes. So, um, I think some of those question marks are kind of going to pop up kind of like they did for Peyton Manning early in his career. Couldn't beat Tom Brady, especially in the playoffs. And Which, obviously he got over the hump, and I was gonna
0: say that narrative's hump. weird because he had a winning record against Brady in the playoffs. People forget that, that he ended up being three and two weird. against them. Yeah, it was um, just, it's it's just yeah. actually Brady owed him in the regular season, and people mm-hmm. always think it's the playoffs because how bad those first two trips of Foxborough yeah. were. Then once Peyton finally got him at home, Peyton never lost to him. Yeah, but in this case, Josh Allen finally got Patrick Mahomes at home. Could and be. I know I'm not putting it all on Josh Allen because their defense was banged up. Their defense didn't play good at times this year. Um, their defense needs some makeshift, I think, in the offseason a little bit. But when you got a quarterback of the skill set of Josh Allen, you got to take advantage of the window you got. Yeah. So they got they got to go out and get some guys. And I still think he's too talented to say he will never make a Super Bowl. But man, I mean, would you would you rather be a Bills fan? and get heart broke in the Super Bowl in the 90s, what, three or four straight years? Four straight years. And it's just heartbreak in the playoffs now, or be a Lions or Browns fan. That just – until this year for the Lions. That I was going to say, I, and, I think I'd
1: choose to be a Lions fan this year. You um, sit
0: there and just, like, you're, you're miserable, but you're not getting your heart just absolutely broken in the playoffs year after year after year.
1: Yeah, I – I mean, the Dolphins have been to the playoffs, you know, two back to back years. I wouldn't say either time it was heartbreaking that they lost. Mm. So I can't really comment because I've never really seen a heartbreaking loss. It's either Dolphins are getting beat in the wild card round or they're losing by 40 in the divisional <laughs> round. That's about, all, that's about all I've seen them do. Or that's fair. 62 to 7 uh, in yeah. the divisional round against Jacksonville. Um, so I can't really comment. Uh, I think getting your heart ripped out would absolutely suck. But at the same time, been there you feel pretty good about getting there every single True. year True. Um, that I would 1,000% yeah. take the heartbreak. I think I'm year out there with you. Barely. If you make the playoffs, you're barely making it scraping by and you don't make the pay- playoffs for a decade you, straight or something like that. You
0: know, I was thinking about this the other day and I actually thought about this a couple weeks ago and forgot to mention it when, when we were recording. Since the TNJ man show started in November of 2016, I've yet to been able to talk about the Denver Broncos being in the playoffs. That was their first year they missed it. You haven't been able to talk about it at all, have you? No, not at all. Dang. Not at all.
1: That's bad.
0: (laughs) So so I'm right there. I think I would rather just, at this point, give me the heartbreak because I I forget what even feels like the excitement of watching your team in the NFL playoffs.
1: Yeah, it's uh, – Dolphins just haven't played any close games that I can't even tell you. It's been fun to watch them in the playoffs. Um, I guess the game last year against the Bills was – a close game, but again, they're playing Skylar Thompson at quarterback. Um, <laughs> this year was just a murder. And the previous time they were in was a murder. The previous time they were in was a murder. So, um, but yeah, just just gearing up, knowing you got at least one more game after uh, everyone else is pretty much done, uh, feels pretty good.
0: My dad's reminded me through text message that Josh Allen, second highest rated QB in history of all playoff quarterbacks, 28. 28- Total touchdowns versus four turnovers in 10 games. He says, We are nuts.
1: I, f- I forgot B- Big e is. A, oh, big time. He was Josh Allen's He was pretty bummed today uh, when I
0: talked to him on the phone. So
1: it's his new Carson Wentz, right? Wasn't he a big Carson <laughs> yes. Wentz guy?
0: Andrew Luck before that. Yep.
1: Andrew Luck before. Yeah. I mean, Josh yeah. Allen's better than Carson Wentz for sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: that, that movie on Facebook, uh, when we were talking about the, uh, Touchback or the fumble rule out of the end zone. Yeah, He said fumbles out of the end zone, fourth and goal from the three, set up like a 2-1 conversion. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But so the AFC Championship is set on a flip side, the NFC Championship. Uh, we start off uh, with a – I mean, they were both really good games. Really good games. Saturday night was Green Bay at San Francisco, and that was the game I really wasn't looking forward to. I thought San Francisco was going to put it on them. I'm like, we've seen these two go at it time time again throughout history of the NFL, the Packers probably should have had them.
1: Should have, yeah. Yeah, I thought uh, the Niners came out a little flat, which so did Baltimore. Yeah. So, so sometimes having that bye, uh, I wouldn't say it hurts you because you're one game closer to the uh, Super Bowl and right. you get to play at home throughout the whole time. But some, sometimes they come out a little little flat, a little lackluster. Both teams kicked it into gear. Niners were awfully fortunate. Uh, Baltimore really kicked it into gear third quarter, fourth quarter. Uh, but, um, yeah, both teams won, um, and it's uh, it's 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 pretty hard to win in Baltimore and in San Francisco right. for sure, but especially in Baltimore when it's a uh, five-degree um, wind chill out and they can just pound the rock. So. Yes.
0: And on the flip side of the NFC, uh, the game played yesterday up in Michigan and Detroit. Saw the Lions defeat the Buccaneers by eight. Uh, the Bucks had a chance to try to go down and tie it without them out a minute left, and Baker Mayfield threw an interception to – Purdue's own Derek Barnes.
1: Yeah, it's pretty neat
0: because that that play will be played on uh, on loops throughout yeah. time and in Detroit.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it's crazy. Um, you know, we've gone our entire lives without seeing them in a uh, NFC Championship game, and uh, they've never played in the Super Bowl, and they're one step away. So our
0: wives have seen it since you know they were born. in they 91. were well. Your your wife was born. My wife was not born yet.
1: Almost. Yeah. Depends on when the Super Bowl was played, because well, back then it was played after January eighth, I would say. But back back in the day, yeah. it wasn't uh, yeah, back, back right. when they were born, it wasn't right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I'm I'm rooting for Detroit this weekend. I mean, we've I seen think San all America is Yeah, we've and seen. San like San Francisco. Francisco win the
0: Super Bowl. Um, I like Kyle Shanahan, but yeah.
1: but uh, it, it it would be kind of funny, you know? Detroit finally gets the Super Bowl, and then they get their absolute doors blown off. <laughs> in the Super i i could honestly kind see of i could see it this but, weekend
0: honestly yeah
1: now n- now that the the niners kind of got their scare out of the way um uh, yeah yeah i could absolutely see it see the detroit picked up zach Ertz today yeah talk about ring move. That's, that's a smart man right there
0: well and he knows um, san francisco from being in arizona the past yeah. couple of years so that was probably part of it
1: yeah, and, so, I mean, L- LaPorta had a good game, but he is coming off a knee injury, too, so who knows right. if they uh, need an extra guy there. Right, right. So, uh, but yeah, the
0: matchups are set. The ASC Championship's the first game. It's right. going to be played on CBS, so one more of uh, Tony Romo
1: for you. I because I don't know who has a Super Bowl this year. CBS.
0: Tony- oh, two so- more, Tony. Oh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, coming in r- right after the Lions game, they said there's four games left in the NFL season, and Tony Romo's doing three of them so um oh he he's he's the worst man he is the absolute worst uh loves josh allen which uh, josh allen's a likable guy i will say that but he will not say a bad word about him he'll josh josh allen will throw a little check down pass you know every quarterback makes he's oh that's that's one of the best plays i've ever seen one <laughs> of the best he missed a wide open guy in the end zone and said he got hit as he threw no he got hit after he released the ball it was just a terrible throw by josh allen um but he likes patrick
0: mahomes too he likes he, he lamar does. jackson too so
1: but i i will say when, when t- tony started he was knowledgeable he was like yes predicting plays and everything and now he's just nothing he's terrible doesn't shut up um he he's the i i like chris collins significantly more i think collins is less annoying somehow but somehow so
0: yeah. that's the first one then second one is on fox with the uh, Niners hosting the Lions. So you get Greg Olson, and I always forget who calls games with him. Kevin them. Burkhart. yeah, Kevin Burkhart. They do a pretty good. good job.
1: Yeah, they're good. Pretty good job. So who are you picking? Well, the Lions were um, – I think I said the Lions in my bold predictions were going to win the NFC. You did. So I got to stick with it. This will be the J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week. We're getting a little bit of fresh blood in there. I mean, no, the Ravens haven't been in since 2012. 13, mm-hmm. like yeah, that. The, the Super Bowl was in thirteen After, to twelve yeah, season. twelve season, uh, and I think the Detroit Lions. I, I think just for the freshness of football, uh, I would love to see that. Uh, I mean, we just we saw the Niners and Chiefs just a handful of years ago in it.
0: Twenty twenty. Um,
1: yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Give give me Baltimore and Detroit. I, I think that would make for an interesting, uh, definitely interesting matchup in a uh, fun, fun Super Bowl. Uh, so, uh, yeah, J-Man's of Bridges of the Week brought to you by Indian the Farm Bureau Insurance Agent. Travis Watchering for life, home, auto, business, renters, workers, comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is at infb.com. Book it. Well, I, I hope you're right on both accounts,
0: even though I, I like San Francisco, Cal Shanahan, and Christian McCaffrey. But I'd like to see Detroit. And of course, I'm going to be rooting for Baltimore heavy over Kansas City. I think, but I think San Francisco gets it done. And I think Kansas City gets it done just because, just, just because I hate them. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like Mahomes is six for six in getting to AFC championship games.
1: Yeah. It's and absurd. If, if he wins this one, it will even further uh, cement the, stupidity of, well, he's never played a road yeah. playoff game. We'll yeah. see. And, yeah, he wins in Buffalo and in Baltimore. Yeah. We can submit him as one of the greatest, maybe three to ever live.
0: Well, and what stinks for the rest of the NFL, I truly believe this is probably the worst the Chiefs are going to be for the next handful of years.
1: Mm-hmm. So I think
0: they're going to go get them some, some weapons, and their defense is going to stay strong going yeah. forward. So this was here to get them, and yeah. here they are in the
1: AFC Championship. It's the Bills' fault. It's Josh Allen's fault.
0: He it's might Broncos have those great
1: stats too. But he's, he's five and five in the playoffs. There, it's the Broncos'
0: faults. the Raiders' fault. If they were a little better this year, they could have won the West. The West was up. I mean, came
1: down to second to last it's, week this year. It's the Dolphins' fault for not uh, being able to play in weather under sixty degrees.
0: Well, there's a lot of faults out there. Yeah. But so yeah, I think it'll be uh, I think it'll be Chiefs Niners again. But I really hope. Yeah, Detroit's our only hope. of Mixing it up to see a Super Bowl that we haven't seen.
1: Yeah, Sorry. I cannot stand the Detroit Lions either, um, and I have have enjoyed their futility throughout the years. So, pardon it was Meals. odd.
0: I found myself rooting for the Buccaneers yesterday, and I couldn't figure out why. I think because I, I just like
1: the way Baker yeah. plays ball. One thousand percent rooting for the Bucks. You know, all week I was like, I'm, I'm definitely rooting for the Bills. I found myself rooting for the Chiefs. It's. Yeah. <laughs> be rooting for the Bills is like me rooting for the St. Louis Cardinals, you know. Yeah, you're right. Um could right. Couldn't you know? do it. Couldn't do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I, I honestly think the only team in the NFL I could root for the Chiefs over and it'd be barely would be the Raiders. And they're they're real close for me. Besides yeah. that, it's 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 yeah. I mean, my it's funny. My wife, who has come to like the NFL and in college sports the last couple of years, she hates the Chiefs. I mean, <laughs> just hates them. So where last night she I was doing a podcast, so I missed a good majority, second half. I come down, I'm like, oh, see the see you couldn't cheer on the bills to get the win. She goes, I think the NFL's rigged. <laughs> I'm like, there's a lot of people out there that think that, especially because I don't know if you saw all over the weekend, there was that newscast that put up on the ticker that it was Niners against Ravens. Yeah. And there's that conspiracy of the NFL logo with the colors being yep. a maroon and purple this year. And last year was red and green, Eagles, Niners. The year before that, it was like a yellow and a orange, Bengals, Rams. And, and the, the weird thing about that, though, is you look at those logos, they are those colors, and the color that's not as predominantly featured as the other color is the winning team usually. <laughs> so if that's the case, the Niners are going to beat the Ravens yeah. in the Super Bowl this year.
1: Mountain.
0: I don't know if there's anything. I, I would I'd like to believe there's nothing to that.
1: I think the NBA is rigged.
0: I've I, I think I,
1: th- especially the lottery.
0: I would say out of all the four big sports, the NBA is the one I think may be the most rigged. Yeah. Except last year with a small market team finally winning, I guess the Bucks won a couple years that's ago fu- with, uh, with the Nuggets winning a team who had never even been there before. But early in the 2000s, you can't tell me they didn't want the Lakers to beat the Kings. In, that Western, yeah. in those Western Conference Finals matchups. Yeah. No doubt in yeah. my mind. For sure. No doubt in my mind. But um, it'll be fun to see uh, who comes out victorious of the NFC and AFC. And I know growing up, this was my dad's favorite NFL weekend of the year, was the Conference Championships.
1: It, it is a good one. It mm-hmm. is a good one. Something. Yeah, we've, we've never seen Josh Allen play in one. Uh, Look at you yeah. smile when you say <laughs> that. The evil. Uh, evil. one. One one more shot at Josh as um, J J Man Allen as I like to call J-Man. him. Uh, <laughs> one parting shot. Hopefully, I won't have to talk about him again until September.
0: Yeah, yeah, you probably won't. Don't know why you would. But.
1: Only, only bad things would have happened if I have to talk about him again. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So,
0: but let's uh, switch gears a little bit and let's uh, spend the rest of the episode talking some college hoops. Yeah, um, interesting week around the Big Ten. Yeah. And I would say you line. I were in the headlines of everything since Friday.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I have no thoughts on that at all. It's, it, it was strange yesterday. Terrence Shannon being back, uh, judge said he could come back and play immediately. It's kind of, um, I, it's, you're danged. If you do danged, if you don't sort of deal, you know, um, if he's exonerated on all charges and you don't play him, it looks bad. If you play him and he's convicted on the charges, then it looks even worse. Um, as far as I know, people were all over them giving a standing ovation to him yesterday. They probably shouldn't have done it. Um, however, it's naive to think not every single fan base wouldn't have if their best player came back, uh, regardless of what he did, which is stupid in itself. Um it was a weird week. You you could kind of feel it building all week that um, an announcement of some sort was going to happen, and it was probably going to be in Shannon's favor. Um, so now he's back, and they got to somehow figure him into the rotation. It would have been so much easier, and I was kind of hoping he wasn't even going to be allowed to come back because, uh, for one, media will be all over you when you play him the fans on the road are going to be even tougher to play against. Um, and it's it's just a bad look for the university after what they said, you know, December 28th. Um, yeah, yeah, that's... So, um, it was a weird week. I'm very conflicted because I want my basketball team to be good, and I'd prefer they be good without him, honestly. Well, they were um, good without and him. And they were good without Of course, they're going to be better with him. I mean, um, he's the best player. They They, they went from... I think potential second weekend good to potential make it to, you know, the third weekend good now. Um with them. As far as basketball goes, uh without him, they had the third highest offensive efficiency in the country without him. Um they changed some things with this booty ball is what um Underwood's been calling it with Ty Rogers posting guys up, Marcus Domask doing that as well. Very efficient out of that. Um With Shannon, I think the half-court offense will be a little different. It should be a little different. Um, He is the best guard I think maybe I've ever seen in transition. Um, Ridiculously athletic, ridiculously fast. And so that will help um, their game out that ways. Um, Defensively, they'll be significantly better. Shannon's one of the better defenders in the country. And um, so, yeah, it feels – it's – it was the weirdest feeling watching them yesterday. Um obviously I'm, I'm going to root for them and I'm going to root for them to win, but uh feel kind of dirty at the same time. Do you think it's one of those
0: scenarios and, and I, I don't like to speculate on things, but it's it's one of those scenarios if he wasn't their best player um say he's their seventh man, do you think that would have changed things?
1: For sure. Um for one, I don't even think he I, obviously the media is not going to be all over it. Right. Um he Might
0: not even be the possibility might of him even returning. Might not have been even, I would have, he might've just been minuscule from the beginning.
1: Yeah. yeah. minuscule, And I, I, I don't think probably a judge would have even ruled in the guy's favor that, uh, you know, Um but because it was so high profile and there's so many eyeballs on it, it's going to be a significantly bigger story. Um, uh, because you know, I in my opinion, I said this back when they suspended him originally. I think he was the second best player in the country. He played like the yeah. second best player in the country, uh, behind only Zach Eadie. Um so again, hate it. Wish they it, it would have just been life would have been so much easier. I I Brad Brad Underwood and Josh Whitman are in a very unenviable position uh with this whole thing. Cause because again, they Want to believe he's innocent, which mm-hmm. I, th- I think a lot of people want him to be innocent. You know, I mm-hmm. think it's, um, so they're believing he's innocent. Um, obviously, they know a lot more of the de- details than we do. Um, and uh, I think, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's their decision to play him
0: because but- it's honestly one of those things where, say, Crystal Ball a few months down the road, whatever weeks or months, I don't know, whatever case, if if he is proven guilty that could their jobs could be in jeopardy
1: absolutely yeah absolutely they could and probably should honestly
0: yeah
1: um be in jeopardy so that's that's the thing you kind of stake in your reputation on it um and i'm not going to speculate on whether he's guilty or they know a lot more than we do yeah i've read the entire affidavit and um i'm not even going to comment on it Uh, i'm not i'm not a lawyer um but uh you're not no, I feel I, I feel like I'm smart enough to be. I think I could pass the bar, but uh, no, I'm not a licensed uh, lawyer. Oh, darn. <laughs> uh, sorry, Tanner, I can't can't, can't help if you, you ever out there. Get in legal your, trouble, then. Yeah, can't can't help you out there with your HOA, Tanner. Sorry. Oh,
0: darn man, <laughs> looking for one <laughs> but, with cheap uh, cheap fees. Yeah, um, but
1: uh, yeah, like, basketball.
0: It's definitely. Uh, it's put an interesting twist on the race in the big 10, which, for sure. yeah. which Penn state helped make it interesting last week at mm-hmm. the Bryce Jordan center in front of about hundred people, uh, took down Wisconsin at home. Um, man, for the least raucous atmosphere in the big 10, it's one of the toughest it's places tough to, to play.
1: play. Probably because of that, honestly. Yes.
0: Yeah. Cause it's dead. You're going in there and sleeping environments. Yeah. Um, Purdue took care of business last week, both road games, which I was happy to see because they had a, they had two road losses going in the last week, but went down to Bloomington, which you know as well as I do. It's never an easy place to play, especially a rivalry game, but they came out and punched Indiana right in the mouth, mm. being up 22 points a half. and Then Indiana came out with a huge run second half to get it within nine points, three, within three minutes. And then Purdue stayed poised. This is the difference between this year's team and last year's team. They stayed poised. They weren't rattled. They took care of the ball. They kept getting to the foul line. Ended up winning by 21 points. Largest win in since 1934. Largest win in the rivalry for Purdue since 2003. Um, So that was fun from a Purdue standpoint.
1: And that's what happens having a – he's not technically a veteran yet, but having – I know he didn't play very well either, but having a second-year point guard in Braden Smith um, well, I will say he year. didn't
0: shoot well. He was two for 14 from the field, but he had nine assists. Nine assists, yeah. Very limited turnovers. That's that's I'm fine art. with that because other guys yeah. can play. I mean, Zach Eadie played well. Lance Jones played well. Fletcher Lawyer played really well. He's starting to really come on again. And then they went up to Iowa City, and Iowa is a tough team to figure out. You know, they're coming in, three-game winning streak, and you know they got potential. They, you know they got shot makers. But, boy, do they take some of the dumbest shots. Yeah at times. And you know they're not going to play very good defense. You know it's a matter of time before Frank gets a tech, which he actually didn't Saturday. Um, But Iowa kept trying to make runs and once again, Purdue stayed poised and found a way to get it done. And Zach, he's just hes playing phenomenal basketball. Oh, right yeah. now. I mean, he's getting 30 points, at least 15 boards lately a night. Yeah. And, and Purdue fans were taking, as Purdue fans were taking it for granted. And I hate saying that because I know we shouldn't. But it's like, oh,
1: another 30-point, oh, 15
0: rebound. Yeah. It's like, probably never gonna see this in college basketball again for a long long time
1: yeah yeah um speaking speaking of iowa um people have been calling for fran's head over there which i yeah. think is preposterous um made the tournament four straight years and um this is a very young team i mean they're starting a freshman at the five and owen freeman uh they have some younger players and all that but uh you fire fran mccaffrey and um, you have potential to get so much worse.
0: Yeah, you do. You so
1: do. much worse. You do more so than better, in my opinion. Yep. I mean, there have been three, or there have been four teams in the Big Ten that have made the uh, NCAA tournament each of the last three years. One of them's Iowa, Illinois, Purdue, and Michigan State. That's it. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and
1: I, I was done it four straight years. Um,
0: they got worse when they got rid of They were tired of not getting over the hump in the yeah. NCAA
1: tournament. Click lighter comes a in. <laughs>
0: Wasn't good, so be yeah. careful what you wish for. Green and it, grass and always greener.
1: It, it took Fran a little while um, to get it going again, but then he he got players that just fit his system so well. Starting with Aaron White, yep. and then Luca Garza, and I think this Owen Freeman is going to be really good the for Murrays. him too. Uh, yeah, the Murrays, they hit on the Murrays. and a lot of these guys are like under underrated, underranked, three star kind of guys. Look at
0: Tony Perkins. Yeah, 20 some, Purdue and in Indiana didn't even offer him right yeah. from Indianapolis.
1: Yeah, he's he's a big—he killed Illinois last year in the mid range. Yeah, uh, that's his game. Killed him. Um, but yeah, he 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 wins with those guys, and I know this year isn't. Going well, I don't think they had high expectations, but they should get about everyone back. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll probably be pretty good next year.
0: Well, and their football team was real pumped, they got the I know they switched yeah. switching engages from an uh, offense tackle from a uh, portal transfer from Alabama. So
1: did you hear his comments? Uh um, no, I didn't. <laughs> he he goes, uh yeah, I Iowa reached out mid year because they knew I was struggling. Um, so they, uh, he, he, he kind of, uh, could, could just, get Iowans in trouble. Just ran him, him but, out for tampering. Yeah. That's tampering. <laughs> Which every school does it, <laughs> so but hilarious. still. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, but, uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Um, I mean, you look around big 10, less so in basketball, but definitely yeah. football. Uh, we've seen guys get fired for being pretty dang good. And then their coaches yep. come in and terrible, um, you, uh,
0: do you agree that the top three are still Purdue, Wisconsin, Illinois? Top three. Yeah. Would you say was Nebraska's four? No. No. Okay.
1: I don't know who is four though. I know Nebraska has wins at Purdue, or not at Purdue at against home. Purdue at home. Um. They the also Northwestern th- at home yesterday. Yeah, they also followed up that Purdue win with a law a blowout loss in Iowa and they lost right. in Rutgers. They blew a twelve sure. point lead in Rutgers.
0: True.
1: Um I it's Michigan State in my opinion. I think they're the fourth best. Um they've started they were
0: lucky to escape yesterday.
1: Very lucky to escape. Uh they've they've been playing better here the past few weeks. Uh, but that's the thing. I, I think there are a couple tiers. I think Purdue's a tier in itself, and then it's Wisconsin-Illinois pretty close together, which they're fairly close to Purdue, honestly. Um, I mean, they're all ranked in the top ten, I think. I think Wisconsin's in the top ten. No, they, they probably eleventh. They, they were 11th against Penn State last week. So. Yeah, and they lost. so They're yeah. probably 15th or something yeah. like that. But Illinois's 10th. Um, after that, I mean, Ohio State hasn't played that well. I know they blew out Penn State on Saturday, but, I mean, they had a loss. Um, Who did they lose to? Indiana lost to Michigan. Uh, lost to Michigan. There, there it is. At Michigan, Michigan's terrible. I mean, Illinois went in there and just, I mean, they went on like a, it was a, a 19, big run, 19 to 2 run in the second half. Michigan hung around a little bit and then it was over. They're terrible. They just start jacking shots up, and uh, yeah, that's a bad loss for them. Um, Indiana gets blown out at Wisconsin. They're Constance. not, they're not good. They've been doing that since '98. Um, I, I think Nebraska is legitimately pretty good and could be a turn team. I think probably Northwestern or Michigan State is probably that fourth yeah. best team. Okay. Uh, but, again, I'm sticking with I think the Big Ten only gets five.
0: Yeah, it's starting to really look that way. Yeah. Maybe six at the most. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. Want to pick some games? Let's
1: do it. I haven't pulled up here if All you want right. to do it. Yeah. Uh, good matchups tomorrow night. Huge one for uh, Minnesota if they want to be in position to be in position as uh, John Rothstein <laughs> likes to say uh, Wisconsin comes to town you know I'm gonna I'm gonna take the gophers in the upset I'm taking Wisconsin I, th- I think Wisconsin's legitimately good I'm rooting against them but I think uh, <laughs> this is Wisconsin's best team in probably four years or so uh, another big one here for two teams um, Ohio State needs to get this one done and Nebraska needs to uh, needs to uh, hold serve at home get in I'm for as t- as two dollars. I'm taking the huskers at home. Uh yeah, give me uh give me Nebraska. I think they are better than Ohio State and they get it done. Uh Michigan at Purdue. Michigan's terrible. They're the worse than big time. I hate the peacock, nine o'clock,
0: awful. Um <laughs> I think I think Purdue gets it done at home.
1: Yeah, Purdue by twenty five plus.
0: Zach, two teams. Zach Eadie has a losing record against or Michigan and Rutgers, and he has a chance to right. get five hundred against both. There's one team that he is undefeated against, eight no in his career, and that's Penn State, including ain't the Big no, Ten right? tournament. Yep, eight no. Yep.
1: Right. Speaking of being undefeated, uh, Brad Underwood has never lost to Jawan Howard, so it's been uh, very nice for his just. Likeable as unlike, can't beat Maryland, Illinois, but really.
0: doesn't lose can't beat Michigan. Maryland,
1: but can uh destroy Jawan Howard and Hunter Dickinson. Um, huge one here for two teams that want to be in position to be in position. Uh, Maryland travels to Iowa. Give me the Hawkeyes at home, yeah. Maryland can't win on the road unless, of course, it's in Champaign. Uh, <laughs> give, give me Iowa. Uh, massive one here as Illinois travels to Northwestern. The cheapest tickets, 179 bucks.
0: Uh... Illinois travels well, um, especially there, the Northwestern. So uh, you, you're guessing that Shannon's gonna play on the road. Is that, yeah, oh that's yeah, th- that, yeah. okay. Okay, all right. I just know he'll get hounded probably on the road. Oh, I wasn't, he I wasn't will,
1: sure. as as he should. He will but get heckled. Some some
0: student suspicious. sections are gonna be pretty pretty nasty, probably. But give me give me Illinois on the road in a tight one. It's one that J Man's heart heart is gonna be racing.
1: Give me Illinois by one. Um, <laughs> Coleman Hawkins, who had 11 steals this week in two games, pretty uh, good. blocks one at the buzzer. Uh, Friday night, my birthday, uh, 32nd birthday. It's not a very fun birthday to celebrate, and I kind of forgot about it until my mom said, it's your birthday week to me today. I'm like, oh, yeah, it is. Uh, Michigan State at Wisconsin.
0: Uh, give me Wisconsin at the Kohl Center.
1: Oh, man, give me Michigan State in that one. I think Wisconsin goes 1-1 and this week with a home loss.
0: I think we go one-on-one one as well, but
1: uh, with a road loss, mm-hmm. which I think, uh, I, I wonder what they prefer lose. They, they probably prefer to lose on the road win at home,
0: even though that is a rival, but I don't know how big of rivals they are in basketball. They are in
1: football. Yeah. Uh, Nebraska at Maryland, another big game here, man. They're all big games. Terps at home. I don't think Nebraska is near Maryland the team at at, as well. on
0: the road as they are at home.
1: Um, Indiana
0: at Illinois, Illinois large. I don't think any is very good. And, uh, We'll see if they can go a game without getting a flagrant one or two on any of their players.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, CJ Gunn throwing a bow. That uh, was pretty bad luck. Z- Xavier's good for one a game anyway. Uh, that dude um, needs to be benched, not played. Yeah. Um, Illinois by two. I just, yeah. In Indiana killed them in Champaign last year, and I left a bad taste in my mouth.
0: All right, but, fair uh, enough. Give, give, give me Illinois to
1: win. Um, so Iowa at Michigan.
0: I'll actually give Michigan the one at home.
1: Give me Michigan at home. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Minnesota at Penn State.
0: Uh, you know, good week for the Gophers. Why not? Gophers go 2-0. and
1: Give me Penn State. I hate taking the home teams, but here we are. <laughs> Ohio State at Northwestern. Northwestern. Yeah, give me Northwestern at home. Then we have uh, Matt Painter's House of Horrors there yes. in uh, East Piscataway and New Jersey. Jersey Mikes are Jersey runner.
0: Mikes, one o'clock on Fox. Uh I I just don't think Rutgers can hang in there from a scoring standpoint. I think no, Purdue absolutely. wins
1: this one. Yeah. Uh Ron Harper and Geo Baker are not walking through Thank that. Thank God. <laughs> or Sanders, for that if, matter. If if Purdue gets to 55, I think they win. Yeah. So they they can shoot 29% from the floor. Not preferred. By any yeah, stretch of imagination, don't. but I uh, think they would still get it done because Rutgers is a. Uh, they they did cut it to about four yesterday, and I was starting to get a little nervous. And then Illinois went on a, I think it was a, thirty-three to nine run to end the game or something like that, and um, they won handily. But uh, give me Purdue in that one. I think that's uh it's a pretty easy one to predict. Uh, top twenty-five. We got a minute left. I don't know if we should go through these at all, so I'm not going to.
0: Yep. Give me that birdie or bogey again, j Man, because I couldn't remember. Is this from 2000 and on, yes. or okay? Okay, that
1: this century there have been five quarterbacks. Son of a gun! Uh, there have been five quarterbacks this century to have uh, made the championship game uh, with two different franchises.
0: <clears throat> well, I got four of them for sure. Um, I, 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 I I'm blank on the fifth one, so I'll give you the four. Uh, to Tom Brady. Yep. Tate Manning. Yep. Brett Favre. Yep. Kurt Warner. Yep. I'm blanking on the fifth because I had two others written down, but they were before 2000. I had Joe Montana and Kerry Kittles written down. Or Kerry Kittles, my goodness, Kerry Collins written down. (laughs) Um, uh, Why am I blanking on this? He didn't, no, he didn't do it. Um, I don't think he got him to the NFC Championship, but I don't think he got him to the AFC Championship. Uh, I'm going to miss this, but
1: uh, Steve McNair. He's playing on Sunday Jared Goff. My God. (laughs) I thought you for sure would get that one. My God.
0: We're just talking about him. Completely forgot he even led the Rams in the Super Bowl. I deserve a bogey. I am just...
1: No, you're you're getting a par. You got four out of five.
0: You know, I was thinking Carson Palmer, Steve
1: McNair. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Thanks for watching the Tan and J-Man Show live on the ISC Sports Network. We'll be back at it next Monday with another episode. Have a fantastic week, everybody.